Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, and thank you so much for joining me today as we dive into another Dirty Devotional. And if this is your first time hanging out with us, I'm going to let you know uh, I am totally honored uh, that you would take time to come hang out. I do consider you to be a part of the Dirty Fam, y'all, and I would love to hear from you. And so you can follow us on social media, Instagram or Facebook at Dirty Devotional. You could rate us and leave a comment and let us know your thoughts. But more than anything, I hope today is helpful for you. And I have been reading through the book of Exodus. That has been my quiet time as of recently. And I've really enjoyed it. And so I think I'm going to hang out here and talk about some stuff I'm discovering in the book of Exodus because it's got some pretty wild stuff. But as many of you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had... COVID, and I really thought I was going to avoid getting it. I had prided myself on avoiding it for um, about a year. I worked out consistently. I stayed on top of my health game, and I was like, you know what? I'm immune to it, and y'all, I was wrong. I was not immune to it. It wasn't bad as uh, it could have been. I definitely had, um, I was lucky and did not have uh, insane symptoms or anything like that. It was a pretty more mellow version of COVID-19, but my wife, y'all, I need to tell y'all a little bit about her. So when my wife cares about something, y'all, she goes above and beyond. And she desperately cares about me, and I'm super grateful for that. Um, I hope she does because we're married. Uh, But when she found out I was sick, I had to isolate in our one extra bedroom, which was about 8 feet by 10 feet, had nothing in it but a bed. And when she found out I had COVID, about an hour later, she had flipped that bedroom basically into a five-star hotel bedroom. She had brought a TV in there. She had brought Gatorades and waters and snacks. She had brought like the fancy sheets and covers and all of this stuff. And then she, over the course of that day, she basically flipped our living room into a pharmacy where she had all these medications, all these vitamins, where during every meal, she would drop off food that she had made. She would dropped off pills I needed to take. And y'all, she goes above and beyond. Uh, And that one of the things I know about her, she cares about me simply because of how she acts in those moments. And if you don't know my wife, you're missing out. She's the bomb. But anyone who does know her and is close to her knows that she goes above and beyond uh, for those she cares about. And here's why. Here's why. And I want you to write this down. It's because care and compassion always lead to action. Care and compassion always lead to action. They always do. And so it's one of those things, here's why it's important, because some people will tell they care about you and that they're there for you. Y'all, until crap hits the fan, until that ish gets blown up, your life goes crazy, and then people will disappear on you. It's wild how fast people can go away. Me and my wife experienced that at a very high level this past year. And I'm sure you've been there, y'all. If you've lived any amount of time, one of the things you know is that people come and go and that when things get difficult, sometimes people don't stay. But here's the thing. 
is care and compassion always leads to action. And the reason I was thinking about this is in Exodus chapter 2, uh, the Israelites, we talked about in our last episode, at this point, this group of people called the Israelites are being enslaved by the Egyptians. The Egyptians are worried that they're going to get overthrown by the Israelites, and so their solution to this fear was to enslave them. And so they start treating them awful. They are brutal to them. The Bible actually says they use them kind of like an item, like they don't even view them as people anymore, and it's awful. And this goes on for a really long time until, listen to this, verse 23 of chapter 2, it says, but during this long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out, and their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. And y'all, this is powerful. God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them that God was concerned about these Israelites. The God who literally is all-powerful, all-knowing, created the universe, is concerned about these people who are being oppressed. God is compassionate for them. And here is what we know about concern, care, and compassion, is that it leads to what? It leads to action. And God, for the rest of Exodus, is intentionally invested in this group of people and goes above and beyond to bring them out of their slavery and into freedom and into a better life. And the rest of the Old Testament is a story of a God who cares for his people. And that compassion always turns to action. And we see that brought to full fulfillment in the New Testament when God cares so much and is so concerned about us, his compassion is so high, that he sends his son Jesus to die for our mistakes. The Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death, and so basically for our mistakes, we were condemned and separated from God. But he sent his son Jesus to live for us, to die for us, and he conquered hell, death, and the grave so that we could have new life, a reconciled relationship with God. It's absolutely incredible. And here's where that incredible action started with compassion. And I was thinking about this. God, without a doubt, without a doubt, is compassionate for us. And the question I wanted to ask myself is, who am I concerned about? Who am I compassionate for? And I want to ask you that. Who do you care about? Who are you fighting for? Who are the people in your life that need you right now, that when maybe they've made a mistake for the 1500th time, or maybe they are in a loss and in a season of huge transition, and they feel like they're crumbling, that maybe today you need to be what Jesus was to us, you need to be to them, and you need to show up and care about them, that your compassion needs to turn to action. And y'all, here's here's the thing. When I say this, compassion is more than just, I'll pray for you. Because here's the thing. We all know you probably ain't going to pray for them. Compassion goes from, I'll pray for you, to I'll show up for you. That I will fight for you. That I will be there when no one else will. That is what compassion and love look like. 
And so I want to ask you today, because I've been challenged with this from God, and I, I believe it could be challenging for you, is who do you care about? Who, who are the people in your life that you need to care for? And kind of a bigger question, who are the people groups that you need to care for? Is it orphans? Is it, uh, is it a country? Like, I know people who are, man, their heart is drawn to the people of Haiti or Jamaica. Is it the homeless? Who, who are the people groups that you need to care about? Because I believe the best way we reflect God to this world is when our compassion for someone and some people turns into action. And so today, how can your compassion turn into action? So here's a couple questions for you to answer. Who are the people in your life that need your care, that need you to fight for them? How can you do that today in this week? Second question, who are the people groups that God has placed on your heart that you have compassion for? And the last question, how can I turn that compassion into action? Let me pray for you. Lord, thank you for today. Lord, thank you that you care about us. Lord, that we see in Exodus that you were concerned about your people and you fought for them, Lord, no matter what it cost you. Lord, help us do the same in our lives. Lord, bring to mind the people in us who need love, who need presence, who need grace, and Lord, help us show them it. Lord, for the people groups that maybe you've placed on our hearts that we haven't even realized yet, Lord, as we search for those, Lord, bring clarity to who those people are that you've placed on our hearts. And Lord, lastly, help that compassion, help that care turn into action. Lord, give us the steps we need to take to care for those around us and those who are being oppressed and hurt. Lord, we thank you that we get to be your hands and feet. We, we are thankful that we get to care for people the way you care for us. And Lord, we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.